a different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity, and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice-a-month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Welcome to From My Standpoint. All right, let's just get this intro out of the way, shall we? Hey, I appreciate you tuning in again to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you for tuning in. And if it's not, well, thank you for coming back. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint. uh, You can follow me on Facebook at Josh C. Jones Author, on Instagram at Josh C. Jones Author, on Twitter at Author J.C. Jones, or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R standpoint.com. And click on my show, From My Standpoint. And if you even slightly liked what you hear in these podcasts, then please rate, review, and share. All right. We will all face this issue at some point in our life. Some of us have faced it, some of us are facing it, and some of us have just lost count on how many times we have actually faced it. But the questions are, what do you do when another person says things about you that just are not true? What do you do when someone tells you that your voice does not matter? What do you do when someone lies and deceives and acts hypocritically? What do you do when they get so angry and defensive about a person they support politically that they just sink to deceit and treachery and falsely put words in your mouth and attempt to damage your character and reputation with others? What do you do when one says your personal experiences and knowledge and accounts and your voice and the voice of many others just does not matter? That it does not make sense why you should care because you, yourself, according to them and a limited understanding of you and or the situation, do not have skin in the game, therefore you do not matter. What do you do when administrators are removing factual and verifiable information in an attempt to silence your voice and to protect a certain candidate? Well, what else? You make a podcast episode about it. (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, I mean, this does make for a great learning experience and teaching moment for us all. And it's the learning and teaching from that experience that this podcast episode is about. Seriously. So first, I would encourage people to never, 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 never give in to a bully. But we must be aware that They play a game where you must follow the rules, but they don't. Don't play their game. All they will do is get worse and worse and worse and emotionally manipulative until you do what any sane person would call justified, but they will then play the victim and further accuse you. Now, secondly, we should never sink to their level. Never sink to their level. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is that we can, and sometimes should, explain our view and be courteous. Explain our view and be courteous. Even if in that explanation we mention based on our experience and encounters and knowledge that 
What we have seen and what we know is not akin to a utopian fantasy of harmony and perfection that some cling so tightly to for comfort or justification for a chosen belief. Then we can do one of two things. We could sink to a similar level of name-calling, character-bashing, misinformation, and often political agendas as that person, or we could turn the other cheek and walk away. Knowing that in some cases, knowledge, understanding, learning, growing, or just tolerance, and not the new definition of tolerance, but the original definition, is not a goal of the other person in that discussion or area. We all have a choice. And sometimes it can be extremely difficult to discern which path to take. But most often, the right path is also the most difficult to walk, and that is to walk away. That does not mean you give them a win. What it means is that you don't play their game. You let them talk and act because they will, and inevitably it will happen. They will reveal themselves. People will notice. Now, granted, not everyone will notice because some people come with a uh, predetermined negativity already, but those who are truly interested in learning, growing, and understanding, they will take notice. Now, remember, you cannot help those who are unwilling to help themselves, and oftentimes you cannot teach those who are intent on not learning. In those situations, those people are, and this is just my deduction from my experience and my understanding, but they oftentimes are angry, feel hurt, are acting on emotion, or just do not like to hear anything that might differ from their chosen ideas or perception or predetermined conclusion. Most often, they do not discuss the issues, but instead, they initiate name-calling defamation and or false assumptions, you know, which have also been termed lies, misinformation, and rumors. Now, I've found that they often misunderstand or misinterpret what you've said, and then they react emotionally out of fear or hate. Um, instead of trying to learn or listen, they interpret your words in a manner which they've already categorized you, whether it is correct or built on false assumptions or hatred, They've already made the decision that they've deciphered, quote-unquote, deciphered your message. Really, what they've done is they've added to it and rewritten it in their own image to justify bullying you or to suppress you or to cancel perceived opposition or to justify their choices. And they honestly oftentimes do believe that by calling you names and not discussing the issues that they will be able to tarnish your reputation enough to discredit you and your voice in the minds of others. Remember, it all starts with them believing your voice does not matter. It all starts with them believing that your voice does not matter. I know, it's sad. If you do not believe like them, or if you do not kneel before their will, if you do not say what they want you to say, some people truly do believe that makes you not matter. Pray for those people. They need lots of prayer. And in fact, you know, we could all use prayer. But when that happens, they try to get you to respond in anger. They try to get you to respond defensively, to uphold your words as intended, not misinterpreted as they were. 
and they try to pull you down to their level of name-calling, anger, rumors, and, well, lies. That's what it is, lies. Oftentimes, if you do fall for their trap, they will try to make you look like the evil and hateful person who instigated the whole thing. It's a catch-22 sometimes. The world is a fallen one, and the wicked do what they do. When, when you don't have an absolute for your foundation, your morals and your ethics are in constant flux. The wicked, the bully, they are always doing the good and just thing in their own mind, even when they speak and act hypocritically. If they are not careful, they can very easily instill this very same character in their children. And as I say in another episode, your character will be the chameleon with which your children and the next generation might very well emulate because it is what you have chosen to allow to cultivate. I'm going to say that again. Your character will be the chameleon with which your children and the next generation might very well emulate because it is what you have chosen to allow to cultivate. With no firm foundation, they become that which they hate. Then they love that which they become because what they become is always moral in their own sight. That's kind of profound right there, I think. With no firm foundation, they become that which they hate. Then they love that which they become because what they become is always moral in their own sight. No one will agree with everyone. Everyone will not agree with one. We will all have our differences in our experience, education, perceptions, and understanding, but that does not give us the right to purposely lie about another or to purposely conceal information for political purposes. Without any explanation as to why they think such, they will oftentimes claim things such as, you know, you're, you're racist, you're a bigot, that's bogus information, you're misguided, uh, they will sometimes publicly claim that you're nothing but a troll. And granted, there are some trolls out there. We've all probably encountered them if you're on social media. But they will publicly claim you are nothing more than a disruptive voice without ever explaining the situations or issues. In other words, your experiences, your information, your knowledge, your concern, and your voice to them does not matter. Now... If you sank to their level, and if you did not explain your position in a courteous way, then you could very well be wearing those labels. Every one of us could. And if we are honest, every one of us sometimes does. This is not a one-race problem. This is an everybody-encounters-it problem. It's not a one-race problem. It's an everybody-encounters-it problem. And that goes both ways, though. Um, if you feel you are oppressed, don't go burning. Don't go oppressing others. Because after the last few years, well... Anyway, everyone has been there. I'm sure of it. Everyone has been there. But one cannot understand this if one does not also admit that we all, yes, 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 all of us, you and I included, have and can fall prey to this wickedness at one time or another. So, what do you do when someone does this to you? You forgive. You forgive. And you might be saying, but isn't forgiveness also excusing the wrong they did? Because if I say I forgive you, 
Did I just excuse the wrong that you did? No, absolutely not. You are not excusing the wrong that they did. But, but that might be a good question for another episode because it can get a little deep. But for now, in this episode, the short answer is that forgiveness is for the person giving the forgiveness, not the person who did the wrong. I'm going to say that again. Forgiveness is for the person giving the forgiveness. It is not for the person who did the wrong. Forgiveness is you not letting them own space in your mind. Forgiveness does not mean that you accept or that you're okay with what they did or said. It is not you excusing their actions and wrongdoings. Mm -mm, not at all. Forgiveness does not negate the consequences of their actions. There's always consequences. Forgiveness is just you saying, I will not hold hate or anger towards you for your wickedness, nor will I seek vengeance, for vengeance is the Lord's and justice is God's. Forgiveness is you saying, I will not let you control me, nor will I let you own space in my life. Forgiveness is you saying, I will no longer recount what you did in my mind. It is forgiven. I forgive you. I'm moving on. Now, one of the best things that I have found in these situations, because um, we should always try to look for a positive, and so one of the best things I found in these situations is that the person in question, they have revealed their character in those instances. They have revealed the character which they have allowed to be cultivated in their lives. We all have a choice. And we can all use forgiveness sometimes. Now, repentance. Repentance is not something you can give them. That is something they must ask for and do. Because repentance is for the person who did the wrong, the person who sinned. Uh, to repent, you admit your sin, you admit the wrongdoing, and you change. Repentance is to change paths, to admit to sin or wrongdoing, and to change your ways. If someone repeatedly continues down the same path, then repentance never truly occurred. If they truly repent, if they truly repent, that is when reconciliation can potentially begin. It's like the Bible says, we are all sinners and we all need to repent. When we admit to God our sins, when we repent, when we accept Jesus into our hearts, when we truly mean all that, then we will begin to change. Our likes, our character, our minds, our lives will begin to change for the better. We will have changed paths. That is when God's forgiveness is evident in our lives. Now, God's forgiveness has been freely given, but it is up to us to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, to repent of our ways, and to begin the process of change in our lives. That is when we are fully forgiven of our sins. We are uh, washed by the blood of Jesus. But we always have a choice. Now, if you know you are correct, if you are speaking the truth, if, um, if you've seen and know what is going on, then do not let a bully, do not let that person or those people silence your voice. Stand firm, stand tall, be brave, but do not sink to their level. Be humble, be courteous, give the information, speak the truth, and walk away if they refuse to listen. Walk away if they refuse to allow others to view or know that information. Walk away if they refuse to repent. Be tough, but be gentle. Be tough, but be gentle. 
speak the truth in love. And that that brings up something else that I, I feel like I need to say here. You know, the world likes to repeat the phrase, love is love, love is love, love is love, right? It sounds great, doesn't it? Love is love. But it doesn't really mean what they think it means. That is not biblical. Love is love is not biblical. God is love, yes, but love is not God. Now, Exodus 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 3 says, You shall have no other gods before me. If love is God, then love is the God. There is no other above God. Love should not become your idol. God is love, and God disciplines and corrects. Uh, Habakkuk 1.13 says, Your eyes, that's God's eyes, are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Love corrects. Love prunes. Love disciplines. Love does not accept evil, wickedness, or lies. Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verses 11 through 12 says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Be tough, but be gentle. Speak the truth in love. Now, I heard someone say this uh, at a teaching, and they're really good at what they do. Uh, they said this next line, and I think it is great and very important here. They said, Hot-tempered people are not gentle people. Hot-tempered people are not gentle people. Be tough, but be gentle. We all have a choice. Speak the truth. Now, I'm not talking about your truth. Uh, your truth is just your opinion. It's just a fancy way to say your opinion, people to justify it. Don't, don't fall for that trap. Speak the truth. Explain from your personal experiences and knowledge and research, and do so firmly but courteously, without anger or hate or foul and derogatory language. And after you do that, you can then either sink beneath respect and dignity to their level and become them, or you can walk away from them. Charles Swindle says, the longer I live, the more convinced I am that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we respond to it. Your voice matters. Your voice does matter. But the world does not need two voices in the sewer of deceit and wickedness. It is your choice. And now, what you've all been waiting for... It's the wisdom of Dad Joke. Sometimes standing firm and speaking the truth is not easy. There will always be those who do not want to hear what you say. But if you speak the truth courteously, speak it, be gentle, and speak it in love, then do not worry because your voice matters. Now, speaking the truth in this world is sometimes like um, if you walked into a bar and saw that there was a long line of people waiting to take a swing at you. That's the punchline. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight entertaining a new perspective and providing an amusement for you we hope you were entertained encouraged enlightened 
and enjoyed the show.